0: Dear Love Tuner family and friends, I'm very stoked to have my brother and good friend, Adam Hall here. Uh, he will take you on a journey. He will talk about his journey. Adam, highly welcome. How are you doing?
1: Well, I'm doing, I'm doing well and <clears throat> great to be here with uh, your Love Tuner co- community. And uh, we're all on a wild ride these days. So let's explore a bit and see where, where it wants to go.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we should do one tune for our community just to sink in.
1: Great. And Let's do,
0: do it. And, and connect to the frequency. <laughs> nice one.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
0: So first, I, I would like to introduce you. Um, I mean, you're a Love Tuner team writer. You are a Love Tuner advocate. But first of all, um, you are a very special person that actually showed with, with your own journey that everything is possible, that spirituality can connect to abundance and the other way around. Mm-hmm. So it's not exclusive. You can be a good person. You can do good in the world. And you can, you know, be in abundance. So it's like not, not an, an exclusive thing, you know, to be spiritual and to leave, live like a monk. So you call yourself a social architect, impact investor, advisor, conservatologist. And, uh, and the interesting thing is you rolled out three books in a pretty short time. So the first one was The Earth Keeper, The Divine Genius and Becoming Quantum, Your Journey to Genius. So all of this is always related to Mother Earth. And uh and I would like that you tell our listeners what was this journey for you? Because you have been a very um successful um real estate developer. You lived a high life, and at one point you put the reset button and started a completely new journey that made you very happy.
1: Mm, yeah, well, thank thank you for that nice introduction and uh and thank you for introducing me to the love Tur- tuner uh, brother i don't even i was it 6 years ago i i'm not even sure it goes so fast doesn't it <laughs> i'm <was>, yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was soon after the love tuner started to emerge in the world and you know i i first of all just want to speak to it briefly because there's been many moments with were low and difficult for me and to just pull out the tuner and just give it a little tune and just say, you know, I'm all right. I'm connected here, <laughs> connected in this, in this place. And so uh, thank you for uh, sharing that part of you with me. And so I, appreci- I appreciate it immensely. And, you know, and it's what's, you know, what's so remarkable about you know, something like a love tuner or coming into coherence, you know, the work of heart math and those folks is, you know, this, this journey is, you know, seemingly so short, but it's, it's a long one in its own right. And, um, and so I've been very much in the, uh, I guess the, the wild ride of this journey.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Into that connection place. And, and just to give a little bit of background on, on, on that journey. And, uh, you know, I'll begin with people, uh, you know, they often ask me, you know, what's your greatest accomplishment? And, you know, I say, of course, my, my three daughters and my granddaughters, you know, right? Yeah. But shortly, right after that is, I, I'm, uh, I, I was an ex-Earth conqueror. So I, I, my accomplishment was retiring from conquering yeah. You know, trying to conquer conquer the world and so i i back in uh, about 18 years ago I, I was at the pinnacle of success in in the in the real estate world primarily in the capital markets the development arena i'm a serial entrepreneur still am you know these things are all in my bones it was more a matter of how i came to my life and my business and I came to it as the, the earth Conqueror, mm-hmm. And uh, ultimately I I lived by a motto that was shared by uh, um, a very wealthy man uh, in real estate. He was the guru of the gurus and a man named Sam Zell. And he, I heard him speak at one of those big conventions that was full of men, of course, <laughs> women there. And he said, you know, whatever you do gentlemen, when you wake up in the morning, whether you're a lion or grizel you better run like hell yeah and eater 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 be eaten right and so i live by that motto and and it was hard and it was challenging and it was brutal and it was full of drinking and drugs and you know all the pathologies that come with you know that chaos and that conflict um and ultimately, I recognized, well, that wasn't serving myself and my, my family. And I wasn't taking care of the little me that didn't feel so good anymore. And I had a moment that I um, the sun was coming up. I was driving from my place in Malibu to go to my offices in, in Brentwood, in the kind of Santa Monica area, for those that you don't know that. But I... Was going there, and I was on the phone with a, uh, a Wall Street banker at J.P. Morgan, right. and uh, we were getting ready to close um, a hundred and thirty million dollar transaction, and it was going to happen in a couple of days. And the guy says, "Well, I, why, we have a problem." And he said, "Why? Well, What's the problem?" He goes, "Well, we um, we have to change your interest rate." Go, what? You know, you bam, I slammed down the hole, you asshole, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, uh, I swerved right then I looked up and I swerved and I almost hit this dog and I was, and my heart was racing and I just kind of went what the fuck is going on in my life? Mm-hmm. You know, it just didn't feel good. So I pivoted, <clears throat> I pivoted and I really began to explore, um, my life in new ways and um, but ultimately that meant letting go of the business world the mindset that was functioning as the the predator I wasn't going to be eaten up no way that wasn't going to happen so I, I I needed to pivot and that meant big changes and that meant changes with my family and divorce ultimately and changes with my business to really start to listen and to listen more deeply into what was calling me, what was that voice that was speaking to me. So that's when the journey began. And that's when I began to really um, explore different modalities, both Eastern and Western modalities, teachings, philosophies, forms of spirituality, you know, things that were more, let's just say metaphysical, more mystical, yeah, and yeah. ultimately, the I, I I begin to weave two paths, primarily a, a shamanic path, yeah, and I yeah. begin to travel in the desert, south west west in the Americas to indigenous cultures, and then into Mexico and into Central America, and then ultimately coming to um, a place that I now know is my my spiritual home is in in the in Peru in the holy mountains and the Apos and down into the jungles. Mm. So hence begin a, um, let's just call it a wild and crazy and fun and tearful journey <laughs> uh, to be right here with you right now. So it's good, good to be here with you. And thanks for, for letting me share a little bit of at least a, the, the start of the journey. And share with you. I, I,
0: I want to refer to Alberto Villaldo and, and this point, and a lot of people might know him because, you know, plant medicine is on the forefront of healing right now. There's a lot of science behind it, uh, but uh, who don't know him. He's the CEO of Four Winds. He wrote a very interesting book early, like whatever, 40 years ago, I think. Right. Uh, about plant medicine in general, when it was discovered the first time from Westerners. And he says something very interesting besides that he was writing four words into your books and stuff like this. And you guys are working together for a long time. But he says, Adam is a business genius and has the wings to carry you to places few people dream of. And I think that's so beautiful because, I mean, these people have been on a journey and they have seen the power of the planet. And you as an entrepreneur, like went on this journey and came out as a better human uh, healed. And you're like inspiring a lot of people now, you know, to do something similar and to become an earth keeper and now they're a conqueror. And uh, yeah, if if you tell us a little bit more what what really happened in this transformation, where you started and and how deep you went into it.
1: Well, thank you for sharing those, those few words from a dear, dear brother and dear friend. I just um, I just spoke with him the other day. Remain very connected, as um, you know. We when we step on the path, or when I stepped on the path, um, obviously it, it felt um, I was afraid, and I just didn't know what I didn't know in the unknown of all of it, right? Um, and um, there's certain people that. Are there, And there were people that came to me um, energetically, physically in the world. And then I just started to discover there's guardians and guides that were in my life as well. And I know that may be a little woo-woo-ish, but that's just was like the case for me. And um, Alberto just so happened to be one of those guides who I synchronistically linked up with and connected with and resonated with and you know it's like i was like initially where do you go um who do you find what do you read you know we become this kind of uh became almost like a a obsessed seeker Hmm. which is um ultimately i found out is is very kind of um could be well not dangerous but kind of cyclical yeah. I can get in a very deep stuck rut of yeah. this. What's next? Who's next? What's happening? This yeah. is where I am. This is what I need to do more. Mm. You know, I gotta go more. I gotta go here. You know, so I I I journeyed a bit into that, ultimately realizing that I I I I don't need to do more, that it's I it's really been given beyond yeah. that. The work that I uh, was here to do in my own personal development, soul work, so to speak, heart work, seeing from the eyes, hearing from the eyes of the heart um, was already present. And it is for all of us. This is what's so cool. It's all there. And um, so I really began to explore more of round what was the subtitle of my first book, which was undevelopment. Yeah. undeveloping the future you see i don't i i subscribe to the belief that we that which is the glory of who we are is as, as as soul beings as light beings as human beings it's all of it let's not try to throw it into different places or over define it we're all of that is um is 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 a given and that i had simply gone astray so to speak i had yeah. forgotten this into off into my ego and into wanting to be something, wanting to heal the wounds that I experienced as a child in my growing up and the little, the little Adam, the little me, you know, that wanted to be more held and loved and all this, these things, and that it had led me astray, and that the journey now began in earnest to say, well, wait a second, it's time to to take take this walk. And um, ultimately it's, was, it's not a question of if for any of us, it's just a question of when. And I just decided that it was my time. This is what I was supposed to do. And I was to stick with it and stay with it. And that's what I've been doing for the last 18 years diligently. And, you know, there, there's an important point, um, Sigmar that I came to and I'd like to just preface it with the the audience here if it's okay for a moment and that point is um, what was really uh, put forth by Joseph Campbell really kind of in, puts it all in context about the spiritual journey let's call it that because oftentimes in that fear that I felt initially and in the unknown it was like I was gonna just lose everything. There. It was all gonna go away. And I was, you know, I'd be sitting in some, you know, teepee or ashram. And I, you know, I, I, I enjoy a lifestyle. I enjoy the finer things in life, all in the right perspective and all in the right way that's kind of consistent and aligned in Aini, we call it in my tradition, with earth. Yeah. And so I went into this the woods, so to speak. And I literally went into the woods because I spent much time going into the Amazon jungle yeah. and working with the master ayahuascaros, you yeah. know, and I many many times and really doing the journey work into the, the 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 plant medicines and love to share more on that as well. And um, really coming to that place, but we are not called to stay there. We, I was called to come home, mm-hmm. to come back into the world because the treasures are worthless and the wisdom doesn't mean anything <laughs> unless we're here, you know, sharing and loving and you know doing the work, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. so I, I came back, but just to my quick point, about um, Campbell was, you know he said so well as many other things is that when you come back from your journey into the woods, yeah. you know we kind of we kind of come back to a place where we have four choices, you know, one choice being, um uh, we come back and we go, "Oh my God, this is a crazy ass world." Mm. is full of chaos. And is it not more chaotic and crazy and wilder than ever in so many ways right now? And then we kind of go back, you know, I'm out of here. I'm going back to the teepee. I'm going back to the woods. I'm going back to the jungles. I'm going back. I'm seeking more. I'm just going to go back. Mm. And you can do that. And you go deeper, you go further, or maybe you get stuck and you you just stay you don't come back into the life human this experience here in this three D reality. The second choice we put forth was well you you come back and you um, you have um, uh, you, you realize you know what I I just need to be commercial I just I'm going to give up the spiritual route and I'm going to try to go back into the world and make money. And maybe I pretend to be spiritual and I become like a commercial spiritualist and elitist, or we try to do things that are not really authentic. You know, we we got a world of a lot of that too. yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot of that. And then the third piece is you come back and you bring your treasures, you offer something new. And, you know, this is one of the things I've always, um, Uh, admire about you and honor about you in your journey of how you've been on that journey. And uh, I won't speak for you, but you came back and you have an offering. (laughs) You're you're offering attunement and you're here and you're, you're on the playing field and we're here playing together and we're all here to play together. We're here to tune to the heart. We're here to create and manifest the, the, the gifts that we have. And you know that is our genius, and that's a lot of what I explore today is really the unpeeling, letting go, the undeveloping, the the pieces that are keeping us hidden from our truth of letting our glory, our light, our brilliance shine in the world. So I'm putting out a new book uh, coming up next month called Divine Genius: The Unlearning Curve. So we don't have to learn anything; we just get to unlearn. Yeah, yeah, And so, you know, this is the journey into the woods and how we want to emerge wherever we are on that path. It's all good. Yeah. It's all so good. As long as we're stepping on that clearly, connecting, loving, fulfilling, and generating a life that we really are truly meant to, to live. And that is an abundant life, a, yeah. jo- a joyful life, a fo- life full of love. It doesn't mean... This st- other stuff goes away. It just means we hold it differently. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Does that does that make some sense?
0: Oh, no, it makes absolutely sense. And this is what you're saying right now. This is what I always tell at with love. Tuna is like it's such an easy device that can connect you. And uh, because of the frequency, it teaches people, no matter if you're spiritually educated or if you're a beginner, if you just start your journey, what it does, it reminds you of the law of resonance and. Uh, and i think this is what it is because when, when you connect your frequency a high frequency like the 528 hertz frequency that touches your heart that is the love frequency or the miracle frequency uh, what you learn very fast is that there's no room for fear and there's no room for lying you know and this is just like truth vibrates high you know like false or or whatever lying whatever it is or anxiety is like super low and this is what people understand very fast you know back in the days people went for a long long journey now we go back to what you say we make it simpler you know you just go out you do a breathing exercise and you start your journey right there so for each and everyone and when we recognize that there's this field where we all can connect in this this morphogenetic field or the field of love whatever you call it We all tap into it and everyone can do it and nothing scary is out there. And when you remember two things what you just said, you know, your birthright is to be happy and your birthright is to be in abundance, then, you know, just connect, you know, but just do it with with a positive consciousness. And this is like, I think this is why it's so important, the work that you are doing and also the simple stuff that we do with breathing exercise, connecting into an energy field. It's a no-brainer. And this is just, it needs this awareness, especially now in the corporate world, that we really connect um, spirituality with success, connect spirituality in the corporate world. Because in the long run, this is what what uh, dictates the world and what on one hand can destroy the planet or can flourish the planet. And I think this is why your teaching is so important that there is also a business behind it.
1: Well, most certainly. And thank you for that. And I'm so with you. It's this is like a big yes, yes, yes here. And, you know, in, in, you know, most certainly commerce, because we all are in the world of generating resources, being in abundance, being creators, being creators, being co-creators, we're, you know, and the, the world is, it's a place where we're, we're not alone. And we've, you know, I always thought it was, well, it was, you know, I was just out there and, you know, you know, charging forward and, you know, and the beauty of this, of the work and generating uh, opportunities in our business, in our business culture. It is the largest social medium in, 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 on the planet um, that is asking to be realigned with heart-based principles, uh, earth-based principles and ethos. And that, that it's up to each of us to build that bridge, but to build it together yeah. and that's very much a part of my my work is to to bridge that place within ourselves individually and then ultimately collectively into how we we want to express ourselves in in the business world, whether you're if you're not in the business it's doesn't mean it means it really means that you're still part of the community of connecting and in, in contributing to the whole, because every one of us most certainly has an important contribution. There's, there's no one story that's more important than, than any story. They're all just so important. We just I love hearing people's stories and their journey. and it just inspires me and, and, and lift, lifts me and you know that we, we want the, you know the tools that are ava- available today. Like the love tuner is it's it's just really remarkable uh, what's coming forth in real time for us and you know one of the things that we know that's you know be- become very popularized is medicinal medicines mm-hmm. um, you know there are other tools it, whether it be through med- more meditative tools or more creative writing tools and there's other ways of fullest expression and then there's ways to really do more deeper integral work, to which is more focused on the neuroscientific perspective, which is really um, a rewiring of our, our our brains and our functions in our connection points into into the vagus nerve, into the heart, you know, and attuning to the 5.2 megahertz, which I, I love so much. And, you know, the medicines are, are ways to do that. And they're ways to, and they're certainly not for everybody. And there's a lot of pop-up medicine, weekend medicine places. And I don't subscribe to much of that. And I don't do, do the work that way because I'm not being de minimis too, who's making the offering, but it's to me, it's the most sacred uh, ritual. Um, It's the medicine where it comes from, who makes the medicine, how it's all balanced and weaved and held, uh, uh, who is the maestro. Um, These are critical, critical factors in terms of having an illuminated, expansive journey, that is um, uh, a continuous and mm-hmm. infinite because one of the things about the nature of the medicine, just based on, on the DMT and other things, in particular, I'm speaking to ayahuasca. i mm-hmm. mean um, not necessarily to the San Pedro or some other more mushroom. I'm speaking to the ayahuasca. Is it 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 it? it it's invitation into an infinite continu- continuum of ourself. Of our presence in the world as light, yeah. and it's it's not a one-shot and done. It's we sh- because these things roll in over time, you know. And I'm feeling my first journey as much as I'm feeling the, my twelfth journey, yeah. so, so to speak, because it's alive in me, and I'm, I'm holding, honoring activating resonating in a practice which is we're talking about practice tuning practice meditation practice what journaling whatever that practice is so I'm kind of blabbing on a little bit but you know it's it's such a such a fabulous ride and and you know bridging these ostensibly two different worlds of 3d here we are duality to 5d here we are we're quantum we're these quantum beads. everything's possible. So and we get to play together and look forward to more of that, right?
0: This is what I like. Uh, first of all, sh- thank you for sharing all your wisdom. But what I like to, to underline here is something what is so interesting because you have this shamanistic past. You really went deep into this journey. And then on the other hand, you're a very scientific-based person. You, know, you go really deep into all your stuff you do. And this is also in your new book where you literally say a conscious template to apply quantum physics in real life, you know, and it's uh, uh, maybe you can, can tell our listeners a little bit more what they can do also on a daily practice, what is literally physically proven, because this is what I do with love, you everybody understands vibration, everybody understands frequency, everybody understands when we call about resonance, everybody knows what a good and a bad vibe is. And then still we do stuff, what is a bad vibe to us? Or we go somewhere, what is a bad vibe or bad frequency and we are not in resonance with. So what would you tell people just like a check-in model, what they can have, what is physically proven, what they can enhance their daily experience?
1: Well, I, I, I love that and thank you for the question. And, you know, one of the things of coming back from, from the, the woods, you know, there are some choices of expression And, you know, one is, you know, and there's a, there's a, there's a great book out by Adam Grant called Think Again. And he talks a bit about this wonderfully is that we can, uh, you know, we can be the preacher. Okay, I know it all. (laughs) No, I don't know jack shit, really. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay so you get there or you get to judge you get to be the judge you get you know oh this person's doing you're like this and the more the you know the critic we got a world full of critics true. and of true. course they have a the critics have a monopoly on truth they they know true. a truth they know what's true <laughs> or you or you can come back and you can play a little bit and and be more be scientific yeah and i you know i don't pretend i'm i'm, I'm not a scientist per se I I really feel more, I'm a student of science Mm -hmm. and I'm a student of this totality of the human capacity for extraordinary levels of achievement. I mean, we we operate in a, you know, seemingly a very puny way. I'll speak for myself. I certainly, when I open up and recognize the infinite nature of being an eternal nature, immortal nature, not some woo woo way, but to recognize that it's it's an invitation into connecting to the quantum field, connecting to the field of unlimited abundance. Now that's big, right? That's a big thing. But if we really think about it, we're here, we're minerals, water, We're all made, this is all made up of the same thing, carbon, same thing. So, you know, it's always, it's always defied my, I kind of laughed a little bit. Well, how could I ever think that I'm separate from nature, from, from love, from each other? How, you know, it's kind of almost, it's kind of almost lunacy to think I'm separate, you know? I And so I, the idea was, okay, let's, let's really connect through into the field because the field offers us through proper attunement, 5.28 megahertz, human resonance, earth megahertz, 7.58, brain wave alpha, delta, theta. You get it. How can we create a series of practices that get us attuned really to um, the field of unlimited abundance where everything is possible, nothing is impossible, and through that alignment um, and that exploration of uh, to do that, I, I begin to feel that abundance. So it's not simply one practice, say, of heart coherence, although, and they're all important. It's mm-hmm. attunement to in it to Earth because we are Earth here. We Earth. Yeah. It's attun, It's tune It's attunement through center of my own mind, so mindful practicing, meditation practices. And, you know, these are things that are are often spoken. Mm-hmm. These are things that are really known. So there's really nothing new about that. But what I found is, well, this kind of secret that's not really a secret because the ancient ones and the masters certainly know this, yeah, yeah. is that our um, ability to shed and let go of outmoded pieces of our belief system, ideas about our lives and families, and just shed the pieces of our separation and simply be in that connective space. Turn off our computers, turn off our phones, you know, watch what we're eating, holistic living more holistically, although I still love my French fries and I love my cookies. <laughs> but to, you know to, to still be in alignment, so it's really a series of just you know people uh, people say, well, I'm spiritual. Well, okay, great, yeah. And are you also on the spiritual path? Mm-hmm. And that and the and the difference being is the spiritual path is it's being spiritual, but it's living the totality of body, mind. Spirit, you know, quantum field. and then that brings us into that dance with the quantum field, in the, into the really the four phenomenon of quantum phenomenon, which is really the duality that we live in a dualistic experience. We, we are open and available to experience the unknown. So the willingness for each of us to show up into the unknown of our journey is, is, ne- is necessary. The idea also of entangling ourselves, the willingness to surrender, to die in this lifetime. It's very much a focus of my new book, Divine Ninja. It's to die in this lifetime consciously now, not at the end of your lifetime. Oh, I get it now. Okay, you're gone. Well, we are, we're here now. So to to, to entangle ourselves through consciously dying now into the field, and then ultimately coming back to the the quantum zero point, which is the place of just the centering of all being, all field, all universe into a place of one, the quanta, Q-U-N-T-A. So in that space of duality, uncertainty, entanglement, and quanta, we can align heart and mind into the field. Okay, I, I hope that made some sense. It's a bigger topic, but I at least we got to touch on getting into attunement, manifesting into abundance into the field, which I'm very much a student of and practicing and experiencing and receiving all of that's coming from it. And I'll be saying, it, it feels good and it's it's for real, right? <laughs>
0: and 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 you're a happy person, that's the most important thing, so you're living one birthright very intensively, you know, and this is what we all should do, you know, because if we have more happiness, more love in this world, then uh, things fall into places way easier and uh, well,
1: yeah, yeah, buddy. well, I was reminded yesterday by my youngest daughter to keep my feet on the ground and she reminded me then she said dad i'm I, i'm kind of tired of this relationship we're having and i and it's just not working for me and you know and of course that was a call to love it was a call to you know show up so i'm so here with that too right you know and it felt difficult it wasn't necessarily easy but i'm here here for that journey as well so it's it's, it's a beautiful thing,
0: brother. beautiful Adam, share, thank you so much for sharing your journey. Uh, we will have on the podcast also your homepage so that people can check out more of your work. I think it's uh, to pack it into one podcast. It's impossible. It's a long journey. It's an intense journey, and I'm honored to call you my brother. I'm honored that you are a, a Laftuna team writer. and yeah, our journey will always be one journey, and uh, and I'm happy that I met you on this one.
1: Yes, nice to be here with you. Nice to be here with all your community. What a fabulous time to be alive on earth. What a you know, wonderful time to start connecting. I invite everyone to please connect with me in any way that you're called and check out some things that I'm happy to share with you. Some of the writing, some of the things I can offer to you for not for cost, and most importantly for love. And most importantly, for inspiration. So look forward to continuing it uh, with you, brother, with all of you. And look forward to meeting meeting everyone on on the path of, of love and our, the journey to, well, unlimited abundance. Let's do that.
0: <laughs> Let's do this. Hey, Adam, thank you so much for having you. really appreciate it. Thank I'm you. Honored.
1: I'm honored by